हेलो एवरीवन सो दिस वन इज़ ऑल अबाउट चूजिंग द राइट लाइफ पार्टनर फॉर योरसेल्फ एंड व्हाट शुड बी द थिंग्स टू बी टेकन इनटू अकाउंट इन ऑर्डर टू चूज द राइट लाइफ पार्टनर सो इन ऑर्डर टू स्टार्ट दिस आई विल स्टार्ट विद द एक्सप्लेनेशन ऑफ अ कलर थ्योरी व्हिच आई मेड माई सेल्फ सो मैनी थ्योरीज आई डिस्कस ऑल इन माई वीडियोज सो स्टार्टिंग विद अ कलर थ्योरी red yellow and blue are the primary colors from which rest of the colors got generated no matter what the color is but they must be containing some sort of a blend from the primary ones similarly when we grow up the characters which are closest to us become our primary colors and all those souls whom we meet and get related to going further contains some sort of those primary character traits in them the primary traits which are selected by the kid while growing up varies from person to person and this variation only later introduces a diversity in the types of people with different tastes so i have somewhat made aware of my primary colors in the previous chapters of my life and by now it is very clear to me that my choice for a life partner is nothing but a soul with sense and simplicity so probably the similar must be the choice of everyone who is listening to this or at least the majority so making this life's important decision of choosing the right life partner for yourself should involve implementation of this color theory in a more aggressive form it should be made sure that all those primary colors are present in the partner of yours in the proportion you expect as well as she does from you if not then there will be a chance that you face issues when it's come to when it comes to compatibility of course the souls are different and their viewpoints won't match always but still with an existence of a basic similarity the clashes could be reduced as both will at least have more of a similar analytical approach towards a condition in life so taking this into account i'm really not sure how people are able to find this similarity in arranged marriages i really feel pity on those who invested their or their parents time in searching or arranging a life partner for themselves some may say that the reason behind arranged marriages is the poor sex ratio of this country and suppression of women where they don't get a chance to express themselves to the world because of poor social norms so let me be very clear about this i may now sound a bit rude to you but i have made a very positive presumption that all those who are currently listening to this assignment of mine belong to that world where this mentality of suppressing women is too obsolete and even if your prior generation is a part of it then you are probably doing one of the greatest sin by agreeing to them and not having your own viewpoint when it's a high time in this country when it comes to empowering women if every man develops a habit of listening to his woman's concern where she finds herself weak or suppressed and take a stand in making a path clear for her forward motion then this world will at least be a marginally better better place to live for women but all this can be implemented once the person pays equal respect to the woman and realizes the fact that perhaps the state of an emotional mind that we guys attain after getting 3 or 4 pegs down a lady constantly stays in it without any external consumption and is far more human than any random man and if one is sensible enough to get the right one for himself and follows this method of moving forward at a same pace mutually 
then for sure his life will be far better than what he expected before entering into this institution. So there should be no activity like search and arrangement involved when it comes to having a, a partner in your life. Why not to go with the flow and come across someone of your choice with time? Getting married just for the sake of a social demand is one of the most idiotic thing one can ever do. I prefer to consider this institution of marriage as a platform where we get a chance to stay with someone who is compatible with us to a valid extent and the relationship that we share with him or her is devoid of dominance, ego, comparison, formality and judgment. Basically a platform where you finally decide to stay with your best friend who is as best to be called as a soulmate. Opposites attract is also not a very apt approach or a criterion to check when it comes to finding the right one, though it is very much valid at certain places where there is a need to fill the gap which you can't fill up but your partner can. So the love you have for her and she has for you can be expressed only between you two since every couple have their own language of communication which is hardly understood by the rest of the world. Hence I am not sharing much about my love life here in this assignment but still would like to make all of you aware of the fact that when a person starts to live the life with his right one, he is very much able to push himself to various extents that are beneficial for his and his partner's welfare. There is a very, very famous saying in Hindi which can be translated as to gain something one has to lose something. This saying can be misinterpreted by several people who believe in it since for an instance one will cry on losing his singlehood when he gained a partner in his life. In my opinion the term something should be well defined of course not specifically but at least there should be a general revelation of this something. For me this saying can be mentioned as one has to lose their bad to find their good or vice versa. If you are missing your singlehood after getting a partner then probably you have gained something bad and have lost something good. Don't think that in such case the blame is falling on the partner as his or her presence is making you miss your past. Rather there is something which you are lacking in yourself due to which you are not able to maintain a balance between your personal freedom and a life with your partner. The fix of this issue will again vary from person to person. Some may end up breaking up with them if the escalations are too high and some may be efficient enough to value the sense of commitment and will come out with a mid-path that consists of a good balancing nature and approach. As far as my relationship is concerned, I have started to develop a habit of listening. Seriously. And I have really found it positively applicable in my relationship. Since with this habit of listening to your partner, one becomes down to earth and tolerant enough to slow down his act of doing whatever he wants to and starts valuing the soul whom he had considered as a mate. This act of listening to your partner and valuing his or her viewpoint will let us find more collaborative solutions for things since the impacts and consequences of the solutions will be mutually shared by the couple, hence involvement of a single soul in action and involvement of both in the consequences will not at all be justified. It won't be a justified happening any day till the time one of the partner voluntarily agrees on other taking the sole responsibility of a particular case. The more we will practice this process of acting collaboratively, more similar will be the reflex actions of the partners at different situations. And later, 
in life a stage will be acquired where almost every reaction of both the partner will be the same and their fission will become a hypothetical concept the seed of valuing your soulmate will germinate only when you will nourish it sufficiently well with your respect for him or her respect for me is basically a recognition that we give to a fellow person on their experiences since the time they came into this earth even a newborn baby can be respected by me once i recognize the utmost purity of his tiny sack of experiences on the other hand a person far older than me can be respected by me once i recognize his presence in this world far before me and his moment of experiences that were on far before the time i came into this world similarly positive recognition of your partner's experiences is a necessary true tool to drive throughout this collaborative journey every human being in this world is not 100% efficient with when it comes to so when it comes to knowing himself uh, unless he is a yogi or a sadhu he won't be 100% efficient he won't be able to know himself fully so this lack of efficiency in a person becomes highly visible sometimes during the cases when he enters a dilemma of whether he made a right choice so limiting this choice only uh, to the choice of a life partner for now it happens several times when uh, their viewpoints doesn't match at different places and they end up saying that they have made a wrong choice by selecting him or her as a soulmate it's a very clear concept that a machine made part which is supposed to be bonded with another machine made part in such case calibration is the most important thing to be taken care of if this calibration is not done in a right way then certainly the two parts won't fit together but for humans this calibration may be mismatching due to their own differences in journey but the point is if one becomes more adjusting in nature then probably the gaps in calibration will be filled with introduction of another parameter which is flexibility adjusting in a way which makes you lose yourself is perfectly incorrect but the areas where a positive act of flexibility allows you to adjust with your soulmate in a better way is nothing wrong and will lead you to a better path where collaborative approach becomes a well known complement of complementing your partner a human being after spending his complete life span finally ends up with a bunch of answers to many questions in the form of the experiences he gained throughout the journey but there remain infinite questions which are still unanswered in his short period of existence to enhance the area of gathering we all spread our hands in front of this magnificent nature so that we can know as much as we can in this short living journey how awesome it is if a soul much close to your own reflection stands beside you with hands spread and both mutually adding to their each other's area of gathering as per me this very thought should be the one and only foundation of this institution of partnership or marriage but unlike that the real aim of marriage currently is to stay together bring few more people to this world in the form of kids and train them to stand ahead in this useless rat race of survival don't you feel it's a big sin to take advantage of your naturally gifted reproduction ability in producing a life and forcibly asking it to find its way of survival and in case he or she raised a voice against this mentality then let that innocent soul know about the shame and lack of a so called class and status that he or she will have to face in the society the idea of having a baby is the best 
when you yourself have found a path of peaceful and happy living for yourself the current job of yours may appear to be a peaceful place once you are promoted or something good happens your package is increased or anything but trust me you are selling something daily in the form of your per day income and that something is basically the real you is your salary worth for 30 days of real you i don't think so so you and your partner should come up with a promise of having a baby only when you both are well convinced with basic awakenings of this life and are at place where money is useful but not a driver of your lifestyle really i'm fed up of this methodology of taking birth earning money and then die i'm not asking the world to stay like a prehistoric man and survive on hunting and farming but the aim of this civilization was never was never for the people to stay tense throughout their lives and worrying about earnings till they die speaking for the middle class at least so again leaving it all upon you that's it for today's discussion thank you guys